Welcome to Interpod, a podcast by Interpride where the world comes together for the LGBTQIA community. I'm Michelle Miao, your host. Our World Conference is coming up and we're so excited to speak to Andrea Covarrubias, who is currently the Marketing Communications and PR Coordinator for Guadalajara Pride and who also worked on our World Conference, which is happening, yes, you guessed right, Guadalajara. Before we get to the interview, here's Michael Lavers of the Washington Blade with Global LGBTQIA News. This is Michael Lavers, and I'm the international news editor for The Washington Blade, America's LGBTQI news source. Thousands of people took part in the Euro Pride 2022 march in Belgrade, Serbia on September 17th. Serbian President Aleksandr Vucic in late August announced the march had been canceled, but he later reversed course amid international outrage. Upwards of 6,000 police in riot gear and security personnel in civilian clothes cordoned off the march route in downtown Belgrade. Media outlets reported authorities arrested more than 60 anti-LGBTQI protesters who sought to disrupt the march. Reports also indicate a group of Serbian extremists attacked a group of LGBTQI activists from Albania after the march, but it largely took place without further incident. Meanwhile, activists in the Ukrainian city of Kharkiv held a series of Pride events that took place from September 17th through September 25th. Kharkiv Pride, among other things, held a memorial that paid tribute to the LGBTQI people who have died during Russia's war against Ukraine. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky in August announced his support for a law that would allow same-sex couples to enter into civil partnerships. One of the events that took place during Kharkiv Pride highlighted the need for marriage equality in Ukraine. And finally, voters in Cuba on September 25th approved their country's new family code that extends marriage and adoption rights to same-sex couples. The Cuban government in the years after the 1959 revolution sent gay men, among other groups, to work camps. The Cuban government until 1993 forcibly quarantined people living with AIDS in state-run sanitaria. The Cuban government's decision to remove a marriage equality amendment from the country's new constitution that Cubans approved in 2019 sparked outrage among the island's independent LGBTQI activists. The September 25th referendum on the new family code took place against the continued persecution of those, including independent LGBTQI activists, who publicly criticized the Cuban government. Cuba will join Costa Rica, Colombia, Brazil, Chile, and other countries and territories in the Americas with marriage equality once the new family code takes effect. This is Michael Labors. Please visit us at WashingtonBlade.com if you want to get more news about the LGBTQI rights movement around the world. I'm Andrea Covarrubias. I'm the uh, coordinator of communications and PR relations in Guadalajara Pride, and my pronouns are, are she, her, hers. I've been in the Guadalajara Pride Committee since uh, 12, uh, 17, I think. So it's like seven years from now. And, and it was like a bumpy ride because it, I, I started as a community manager, and then I jumped to this coordinator uh, job that I love to do it. And... For starters, I think Guadalajara is one of the, the main gay places in Mexico. Actually, we call it Gay Dalajara, for you to know, because it's like uh, here, I think 
uh, that's like some jokes that uh, happen around the, the country that uh, for every 10 men, it's um, it's 11 males and one gay, you know, for everyone. That's like like, like a thing that we say here in Mexico, that uh, we have like a, an amount, a uh, great amount of people or gay males or lesbians or every every kind of um, diversity is, is here in Guadalajara. And actually we have one of the biggest prides in our country. We are actually now having the second biggest one on the country. And uh, this year, I think we 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 can say that we did one like an I don't know like an award or something like that, but we've been evaluated by so many people that this year was the best pride of all Mexico. So we're very proud of announcing that, and we're very proud to do this kind of event because for two years in a row mm -hmm. we haven't been able to um, to be together and to be with the people that we love uh, for, for because of the pandemics. But right now uh, we get to be together, and it was a great opportunity to meet, to mingle, to know uh, so many people out there, and to see that we can do some something some things great because uh, i'm sorry for my english because it's, it's a little mm -hmm. bit you know mexican <laughs> but i think that uh, this year we get on the roof and and say hey we can do it we can go out go, go outside and, and make everybody happy and that's the goal that we need and i think everyone was super happy to to enjoy the pride and enjoy our community in the streets so I can be proud of, of the things that we've done this year and, and the other things, of, of course. Talk to us about some specific issues that Latin America, LGBTQIA plus people face that if you're from a different part of the country, you might not know. Okay, well, uh, here for stars in Guadalajara, uh, we haven't been able since this year to have the legislation to be mm -hmm. the same as we have in the country that mm -hmm. establish that the same mm -hmm. marriage is for everyone, not mm -hmm. for male and, and women and everything. But right now we mm -hmm. have that in, in in our laws. So you can get married in Guadalajara uh, in, in that's a great opportunity for everyone, not only for the people that live here, but also for the people outside the country that if they want to come here and get married, you can do it. And another one is that we have established, for example, the... Uh, you can get your ID card and you and everything that you want to uh, for your representation of the uh, gender that you want to in everything um, legal here in Guadalajara. And, and it's not only for everyone in Mexico. We are the first um, cities and the first state to con to concur that um, I don't I don't know if this word is correct, but to have like that uh, opportunity for everyone to have the representation and the identity that they want to on their ID. So I think we as a country are developing everything to be in, 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 um, I don't know how to say this in English. I'm sorry, but in uh, in rights and in in opportunities for the people to know that we are working to have uh, human rights, human rights conditions to everyone to feel comfortable about their identity uh, or what they want to do in life. We can get it here in Mexico. So it's a great place to live. It's a great it's a great place to 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 be because we, of course, we have um, hate crimes and we have everything regarding of that because we can disappear it from the night over and we are working with that and with the government and with the policy with the policies and with everything because we are 
super struggling with um for example to, to tell uh, on the police stations that you have to to know how to treat or how to uh, refer to a person who the identity is not the same as a referrals on the same ID that they, that they have so they are always in in continuous actualization or updating of their of their um how can I say it uh, of the thing of, of how they develop these uh, treatments with the people and so we're all excited for the world conference enterprise world conference that's going to happen in Guadalajara tell us you know what this means to to you to the community to the organization well we're super excited we are like I don't know, 55, no, 45 days uh, for, for the conference. We are scared, of course, but we are super excited since 2019 that we have this conference on our hands and it's like, okay, we can do it in person and we can, for example, Interpride encourage us to move the date to this year to have the conference here in Mexico because it's the first time that the conference is going to be held in a Latin American and Spanish uh, talking country. So it's like super, we're super excited to have and to host everyone uh, because we are, uh, for example, when we were in Athens, we were super excited to know everyone and to, um, um, and to be present in a in a in an event that helps so many different uh, people that for 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 now they are our friends and now that we are hosting them and to come here to our country and to our city is like oh my god you're coming so we are super happy to have you we are uh, actually making a lot of effort to making everything perfect and everything get together in a great kind of way so everyone is super happy and everyone and everyone is going to enjoy the the stay and the and the parties that we're having and the all the for example all the workshops and all the things that we are gathering together with Interpride are amazing we have such an incredible um calendar right now that you can get access to in Ishket and and see how many important and super super amazing topics there are for you to get to know how many or how is is the is this a kind of issues and in, in this kind of presence that you have to do as a as a individual or as a, a community to be present on your pride so i think that we have right now an opportunity to be not only uh, that we have like a great expectations for being the first time that you are having you are uh, being here in Mexico but also for the persons to know that we are working a great deal to make you feel comfortable and happy what are some of the um, workshops that are coming up that you're you really think people should attend or pay attention to for example for for starters this is going to be the first time that we will be holding a Latin American caucus or la or a Latin caucus and I think that is super important for because it's not is it is the first time that it's going to be held but that's for for what no for starters for the caucuses but for example um we have uh, round tables about prides in hostile climates like Western Africa or Eastern Europe or other uh, conservative areas. We have, um, for example, how do, do you want to engage their youth in your pride? That is super important because I think 
right now all the all, all the persons for uh, younger ages are making their 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 mind and talking like the the voices up and i think the the pride movements are a great opportunity for them to know what they can do and what they can do for help I, and i think this is like a an, an, an opportunity to know how can they help uh, another one that i think is super important to to the, to the people that get to know is like how do you get to build a, a strong relationships with any kinds of community and groups within the pride to to be together in the pride. I think that is a, another one that you should you, you should have missed. And maybe, I don't know, uh, if you are willing to know how the human rights and the and, and everything is going to happen in, I don't know, for example, if you want to know how, it, how the pride is, is happening in Brazil, you can go to that meeting also. And I, it's a great, it's, I, I think the calendar for this uh, year's uh, workshops are amazing. And I think that you, you should be like stressed as I am because I want to attend to everything, but I can't. So uh, I think that you should go, uh, if you are willing to come to Interpride to hear to us, uh, first, uh, you have to check the sketch and, and check all the amazing topics that we have for you in the, on the, on the um, workshops and uh, on the meetings and everything that we have hosts for you. That sounds so great. The last question for you and for everyone who is coming to Mexico and um, or Guadalajara, you know, just uh, what what should they be mindful of? What should they bring? What should they wear? Any of that kind of suggestions you might have? Okay, perfect. That's a great question. For starters, I think that you should try to well, you should bring a, a light jacket or a jacket because it's uh, it's not so warm, but it's not chilly like you're going to freeze yourself it's like a great climate to come here but uh, it could be we hope that it doesn't happen i i took good for for that uh that maybe uh, it's going to be rainy but i we hope that it, it doesn't rain but if for every, anything bring a, a light jacket and with that you are good to go another thing is that we are hoping that everyone to come to walhack brings a photograph or of a relative that has passed away because we are having a ofrenda from the day of the death on the hotel that we can put the photo on and, and bring you this uh, opportunity to uh, participate in this tradition of, of Mexico that is going to be super happy and, and awesome. You're going to enjoy it so much. So we are hoping that everyone brings a photograph or um, yeah, or, or a frame or something like that for your relative or for the person that you love and to put on the ofrenda. And another thing that we love to uh, everyone to bring is um, to bring energy, to bring passion and to bring happiness to the to the things that we're going to be or to have on the enterprise. And also if you are have or you need the spare COVID-19 test, and if you haven't, and if you have plenty of them, you can bring those to, to us. And that could be super helpful because we are getting, gathering the great amount of COVID tests that uh, to have everyone tested and everyone, uh, well, uh, healthy, you know. But if you have it, you can bring it and, and we can use them on the, on the hotel. Thank you so much, Andrea. We are so excited for the World Conference. For more information about the conference and to hear past episodes of Interpod, head to interpride.org. This is Michelle Miao, host of Interpod, a podcast by Interpride where the world comes together for the LGBTQIA community.